and we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Smith Sambrero. Hey, hey. hey Miss D. What's up? Hey. What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey, ladies. How's it going? Great. I cannot complain. Is everyone ready for Christmas? Yes. Y'all ready for Christmas? <laughs> Just me with the big Christmas tree in the back? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. How's it going? Um, thank you. First off, thank you, ladies, for joining us. Um, we are excited to host you and to have you on our channel. Um, uh, this is gonna be a dope show. Um, so excited. And we'll first start off by allowing you ladies to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are, and then we're gonna get right off into it. Okay, Miss Sembrero, tell us about you. Uh, I am a brand uh, influencer and I'm a mental health therapist. I actually wrote a book about dating, so I'm curious to see how this goes. Um, the Guide to Surviving Dating in Your 30s is available on Amazon. And I am ready for the conversation, so let's get to it. Dope, dope. Oh, okay. Oh, that's super dope. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to come behind that, but <laughs> I am Miss D., um moved to the Atlanta area about a year ago um originally from the south from Mississippi um I work in the social work field um helping people do some consulting work different things like that and um I'm just excited to be on the show and get into some interesting conversations I love 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 this show ladies I'm just let y'all know from the beginning so I'm very Hello. excited to be a guest on the show so I know y'all audience can be a bit um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Interesting, but um, we're ready for it. Y'all better calm y'all ass down today. Listen, that part, that's a good word for them, a bit interesting. Um, we are just as excited to have you as a guest on the show, but they already know how we get down and that we don't tolerate any disrespect of our panelists. Of course, if they have questions, that's one thing, you know, you can disagree, you can have a dissenting opinion of uh, the panelists on the show, but, you know, do it respectfully. That's what we ask. Um, so yeah, so we are going to just go ahead and dive right on in, Danny, unless you had something else that you wanted to um, speak on before we get started. Okay. Um, so Miss D has already said that she is new to the Atlanta area, at least about a year ago. So um, we'll kick it back over to Sam and ask, how long have you been on the dating scene in Atlanta? All of my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm from Atlanta, so um, okay, I've okay. Of what is what is looked like? I mean, I did go away for college, but uh, it's changed definitely from when I started dating until now. Mm, what are some of the big changes that you've seen since you've been away, or and when you came back? Like, what are some of the changes that you've noticed? Um, Atlanta's like a lot more pretentious now. And when I say pretentious, like, um, you know, they call us the Hollywood of the South. So it's a lot of, you know, I drive this, I go here, I eat there. Um, I'm this person. I'm associated with these people as opposed to uh, Atlanta pre, I'm going to say pre Freaknik, pre-1996, pre-Olympics, where it was just, you know, it was, I mean, I was I was young then, so I didn't get to participate in none of that. But 
Um, it seemed a lot mm -hmm. more small town, but it's like with a big city feel. But and but then do you notice a difference? Our, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say adding in our alphabet population that has kind of changed because now we got the we got alphabets for a heterosexual community too. So that's kind of been a difference. That's interesting. Well, let me ask you this, Sam. Do you notice a difference um, when you're dating someone that is from Atlanta, like born and raised, versus when you're dating someone that's not born and raised, um, you know, in, in the Atlanta area? Like when you talk about the pretentiousness, is that just in general, like across the board? No, it's not in general. Uh, people from Atlanta, we tend to understand each other. And um, so we, we get a lot of the same inferences and it's like we understand the same things where it's like dating people that come here from Atlanta they're coming here for something so they come here with those um kind of expectations set in place okay did you want to go next Danny or you want me to um I'm gonna read the super sticker shout out to the anti-social lights anti-social social light podcast thank you so much for the super sticker um really appreciate you lady thank you so ladies what i want to know when is the last time you guys have been into a long-term relationship and miss d i'll start with you um well honestly i was in a long-term relationship before i moved to atlanta um but the distance is a lot of the reasons why that didn't work and it ended like around january of um, last year so i went into this new year fresh single ready to mingle it's knowing i was going to be snatched up and married by now but <laughs> it's been a journey it's been a journey okay but, um, yeah it's been fun though okay, okay. and what about you miss sombrero I'm just, I'm curious about D-Mac, the trucker that say he's born and raised in Atlanta, still here dating a hard. I'm sure it's not when you go into the trucking yards and, you know, you get to meet all the people that He ain't going to the trucking yard. <laughs> My brother's a truck driver. He just uh, We know oh. what type of people be at them truck stops. <laughs> Um, last serious relationship. Oh, lot lizards, that part. <laughs> but um, last was uh pre-COVID, and the guy that I was dating, he was actually from Atlanta, but he was in the military, so it was a long-distance relationship still. Mm. Okay. I do have a question for Miss D. Mm -hmm. uh, Miss D, what's the biggest difference that you uh, have been able to pinpoint regarding dating um, in Atlanta versus dating in Mississippi? Um, well, actually, I lived in um, Virginia. Oh, in, like, OK. Well, for, um, I guess from like, Virginia. That's where I moved from. I lived there for okay. like for the last three, four years or whatever. Um, honestly, I really like dating in the South versus up north. So um, I'm not really here to bash Atlanta dating. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> um, I think it's been a journey. It's been fun. However, I do like dating, you know, down in the South versus okay. up North. Um, What's the difference? To me, um, I guess it comes from just like the nurture versus nature, I guess. Um, when I was dating in D.C., I was dating this guy and he told me literally that I was going to get eaten up 
and spitting out alive. I was too nice. I was too kind. I was too green. He said, you got to be grimy up here. People up here, you know, all about survival and you coming with all this love and warmth. And it just made me feel so out of place. But mm -hmm. in Atlanta or down South Mississippi, you know, most of the times guys are raised by parents that are from down south or a mom from down south so they have similar values and you know they can kind of understand but um yeah i wouldn't even that's a whole nother, sh nother show about dating up north <laughs> and that's just wow. my opinion i can only speak from my experiences you know right so, right right, right. yeah um dating, dating in atlanta has been cool i you know meet people who understand me understand my you know slang and my accent and you know things i do and why i do it and different things like that so that part has been cool what would you say has been the most difficult thing about dating in atlanta um again i i think and and sam you can tell me if you agree with me or not i think the problem is the population of the available men that's left mm. versus the available females and um if you meet a guy and y'all vibe, you know, and everything's going well, you just have to know that um, it's a lot of competition out there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that has kind of been, you know, the struggle because a guy would say, you know, they're dating intentional or dating with intentions and different things like that, but their intentions may not be what our intentions are. <laughs> so I think the most thing <laughs> is to get a clear understanding and communication uh -huh. of what we're here for and what we're doing, you know? So I'm going to just ask this last question. What is dating? When they say they're dating for intention, what do they mean by that? Because when we used to, when I used to say sure, it, sure. I used to be like, I'm, I'm dating to be married. I want to be married one day. Looking for a relationship. That's right. But with you and who else? Like that's, that's the, and the dot, mm. dot, dot that's missing nowadays is you got pansexuals, sapiosexuals, paleosexuals. Like, you know, there's this all of these other. Oh. Are they so open about are... that? <laughs> Some. Are they typically open it's... about that, though, Sam? Yeah, but then you got to know, you got to catch up on the lingo. Like, I don't know what pansexual was until a year ago. Um, or the fact that some people are, are willing to be in open relationship. Yeah, some people are, but it's just like, I guess, again, being caught up on the, on the lingo. Or like Dorcas said, it's like, you know, my intentions, but then what are the intentions? It could be to get married, but then it could be, I don't want to get married tomorrow. Just maybe I want to get to know you to see if we have my options. Do I'm you think it's, do you think it's possible for women to find true love in Atlanta? Mm. Or probable, it should, should be the thing I should say. Is it probable for a woman to find true love in Atlanta? Miss Umbrera, I'll start with you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, everything's possible. You don't want to, you don't want to speak, you know, it's part the power of manifestation. You don't want to speak negativity into your life and say, I'll never get married or this will never happen. So I want to say it's, it's not possible. Um, I'm saying, is it probable though? I mean, I don't really play the lottery, but I mean, probable causes are, you know, you know if you're a gambling woman. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute in Mississippi yet. I need to make a trip, Sister George. We need to make a road trip, Sister George. I'm trying to, you know, bring me a good man home that like to go work in the factory. Bring me his check home. Like a good, strong man, huh? From the sip. 
Listen, Tyrone got 18 women too, girl. I'm, I think they, they going through the same thing Um, as Atlanta, to be honest with you, because I think a lot of the available men in Mississippi, especially if they're heterosexual and um, somewhat attractive, they don't even have to be all the way attractive, but they usually have the pick of their litter as the men. And they have, it, it seems like the ratio, I think a lot of the problem in Atlanta is the ratio to from men to women. And I think I've read somewhere that it was like six to one at one point. And it's probably higher than that. Cause I think that's an old study, but that was like six to one. And so I think the same thing is happening in Mississippi to be honest. And the, uh, the other thing too, and I, I'm sure that you guys can attest to that as well as dating when you already accomplished in life. And it's not saying that I ever took mm. anything out of anybody with my accomplishments, but it's like, oh, you're a therapist. Oh, you finna therapize me or whatever. And it's just like, you know, sometimes <laughs> you get and I don't take work home with me, but um i can see oh, that's a good question so that brings me to my next question do you ladies find that social media today is influencing your like dating like do you find especially in the in you know the age of podcasting and everything going viral and you know sam kevin samuelites and passport bros and a lot of the discussions that are being had online like do you find that that's influencing dating or the conversations that you're having when getting to know men and we'll start with miss d and then we'll have um miss um, sombrero well <clears throat> you know there's different type of men out there so i've i've dated men that will send me 20 reels a day of motivational speeches and reels about relationships and women and love and and everything else like you know that's their bible and then there's men that mm -hmm. don't use social media and not, not big on social media um so it just depends like, honestly on the type of man they are and you know what they're into so but the guys that send me uh, i don't really like to date the the i like an older guy you know i'm into older men so um the younger guys that are still like having fetish off the IG models and stuff like that. I mean, I know all guys like women. I'm not saying that's a particular genre that has to be into that. But however, I like a man that mostly don't have time to check if I've sent him a message or not because he's busy working or, you know, handling his business or doing stuff he has to do. So um, as far as social media, I really hadn't had any issues with that because of just the type of guy, you know, that I'm interested in and, and that I bet to date. But um you know, some guys again are into the the Instagram preachers and Bibles and all the other stuff. So they try to send it to you so you can kind of understand their language or what they like and try to mold yourself into that. But you know, I don't really get too much into that, to be honest gotcha. with you. Okay. I am who I am. So interesting. Um, Miss Sambrero, what about your experience? Do you think that social media is influencing dating and or the conversations that or and or like how men are behaving? Because now there's this narrative put out like, you know, these 50 50 conversations that oh, a woman is just after your wallet. So I'm taking you out for just coffee or to Waffle House and things of that nature. I don't drink. I don't drink coffee. So I, I'm not that coffee. <laughs> But um, um, I do think it, it does come again. That's what I said about it being pretentious. 
because somebody expect me to look like this ain't even my hundred right now but it's like people are expecting you to look like your hundred whatever what was that thing that kevin samuels that kind of went viral when he was talking about do you think yourself is a 10 or eight or 12 or whatever Average yeah whatever that was where it's just like you know why are we even sitting here having this dick measuring contest because in the end you know my dick can't be bigger than yours but i'm not trying to have a dick i'm trying to be feminine but it's like sometimes people don't allow you to operate in that feminine energy because they're looking for you know we got the city girls out here when it's just like you know i have somebody like my nephew who's a sweetheart 23 years old amazing man but it's like because girls don't want a a, a guy that's in touch with his emotions or, or that's willing to communicate that it turns by the time he gets to my age 38 he's now divorced got two kids and don't want to get remarried because he ran into that girl that he tried to give his heart to in his 20s and she you know showed his show her his ass and so now he doesn't know how to get in contact with his emotions and so it makes it hard for dating any thirties. Shout you. out to D Mac the trucker. Sister George, why don't you hook one of the ladies up with Pablo? I hear he's available now. <laughs> Y'all so wrong. <laughs> Pablo likes Latino women, so we gonna leave um them for him. I mean, my name is Sambrero, but little <laughs> <laughs> mention <Listen>. make <laughs> Would I you go? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I have something though. Um, this guy that I was talking to though, he said that um, when I was talking about earlier about dating with intentions and you have to find out what everybody's intentions are, he was telling me that um, a dream of his and all of his homeboys is to find the woman that they can do everything with. You know, they want the homie, the lover, the friend, the partner, go to the strip club with me, hang out at the bar with me, but be a woman at home with me. But, you know, they want you to do it all and be able to wear all those hats. And then some some situations, they want threesomes and they want, you know, they into the poly lifestyles and all this other stuff. So um, I think all of that, just not knowing what individuals intentions are is what makes it, you know, complicated. And that could be for anywhere, not just Atlanta. Um, I, when I date someone, I tell them, you know, then again, I've only been single for a year and um, I don't expect anything to happen overnight, but I want to be married. You know, I'm at the point and at the age of my life that I'm I'm looking for a husband and, you know, that's what I'm interested in. I don't want to just date. I want another boyfriend. You know, I feel like I give boyfriends wife privileges, you know, so I want to actually give that to a husband. So, um Again, if I say that and I'm open and honest, a guy would hear that and they know what I want. So they would feed off of that and give me the perception of that's what they want to give. So they can, you know, get all this energy and effort out of me knowing the whole time that's not what they're interested in. So mm -hmm. honestly, to be successful in dating, we just need honesty across the board and, you know, active communications on both sides. That's what I think. Mm. I agree. Then would you, you guys yeah, would you guys, Dorcas, I think, oh, excuse me, Miss D, I know you consider yourself a traditional woman. I've known you long enough. Miss Sombrero, would you consider yourself a traditional woman? Yes, but however, comma, uh, um, I think Dorcas touched on it earlier when it was talking about um, dating women that are, or dating guys from up north as opposed to from the south um my history i've actually i mean again i'm from here so when it means post uh olympics a lot of people came here from new york chicago 
um cali so it's like with me dating in atlanta i tended i really started off dating people from like new york chicago up north so it's like a lot of that it, it led with i come off as being aggressive when it's just like you would know me that i'm like i'm from i'm still from the south so i'm, I'm real southern and traditional <laughs> but it comes off that way and then it been leading with the fact of how me already being established in my career it comes off as I don't know how to be submissive or whatever, but I'm only going to submit mm. to somebody that I trust to lead. And that's, that's, mm. that's it. That's all. You said you're only going to be submissive with somebody that what? I trust them to, trust lead. to lead. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I have a question for y'all too. Okay. You, you, were, is this, you had something else that you wanted to um, tie into that, Danny? No, no, no. I got a different question. Um, would you, would you ladies, uh, you know, and I'm not sure, I know, uh, Miss D you said you've only been dating in Atlanta for a year. So clearly you haven't been soured by the dating Atlanta. I have friends who, you know, are born and raised here and have been single for 12 years who have been single for seven, eight years. So they're just turned off by the dating scene in Atlanta and beautiful, beautiful women, like then beautiful, like beautiful women, successful, all the things, but they're turned off by it. But um, would you ladies be open to dating outside of your race is my question. Hmm. So I have a, a, a soror that she was pro-black, bliggity black. Like if he was like concrete. concrete black, like he got to be like, Asphalt black. Like if he wasn't black, no, that, that's her other name. It's concrete rose and concrete is <laughs> okay. All Not of that to the people. Child. Like she wanted to marry a man that looks like her father, and the guy that she's marrying now is Zach Morris. But um, I, I also at this point I'm like, okay, maybe that's the thing too is that we, especially as black women, I do feel that we we hold out a little bit longer because we we do want that that environment but it's like am i open now i've dated hispanics <laughs> am i open across the board i'm i'm starting to become more comfortable with the notion but um it's not something i've strongly considered before mm. i'm wondering how atlanta's interracial scene is because i don't see a lot of couples mixing at least just from my regular observation now that being said, actually, I've seen white white men with black women, but I don't see a lot of black men with white girls down here. And that that's interesting. I, I just thought about that. I don't really see that a lot. But I have seen quite a few where it's been black women and white men. So I it's probably really, really possible um, in Atlanta. I see it both. I'm hypersensitive to it. I see it. <laughs> I see. Well, I've I've never dated outside my race, and that's not something I'm interested in. So, okay. Well, let me ask you this: what What do you look for in a man? Like, yeah, what do y'all look for in a man, Miss um, Sombrero? I'll start with you. Well, I did want to touch on this um, in the comments about conditional feminism or conditional. Says something about conditional um, femininity. I don't I don't feel like femininity has a condition is that um, 
at what point I'll, I'll actually a answer that question with what you're asking me about what do I look for in a man is that a man that makes me feel comfortable with letting my guard down because I think that in the end that's what you look for somebody that provides you with a level of protection to where um you can know that your heart is in the right place and so um, I'm curious to know with that conditional femininity, what would be a situation where it couldn't be conditional? Because that's ultimately what I feel what makes uh, what I'm looking for is somebody that I could allow myself to be completely feminine and towards someone. I'm a sapiosexual, so I'm attracted to intellect. So I like somebody that's going to challenge me and allow me allow me to see a different perspective that maybe I didn't consider, but also be willing to accept what I have to say or hear, hear my thought about things. Um, and so a provider, of course, but uh, with providing, knowing how to provide and not looking. I always think of it as the woman, a man could be the head of the household, but you can't move your head without your neck. So I can make you think that all the ideas are your own. But in the, in the same time, I'm inserting that. I am a therapist. So I'm going to insert that idea to your head and make you think that it's your own. But that's the part about being, uh, I guess, a conditional feminist is that I can, I'm going to empower you. Go. You know, you got this. It's your idea. It's your world. I just live in it. <laughs> Miss D, what do you look for in a man? <laughs> um, <clears throat> to be honest with you, I care more about how he treats me and how he makes me feel. I'm really big into feelings. Um, and also, I want a man that doesn't try to change me, that lets, allows me you know, to be me. I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do as the woman, as the nurturer. I'm going to make sure the home is warm, has love in it, make sure, you know, all the trivial things that women's supposed to do is taken care of. However, I don't want that to just be my role. I don't, I'm not my, the mate, you know, um, women these days, we have careers, we have professions, we have things that we like to do. I like to take yoga classes. I like to do fitness classes. So I might be in and out the house. I don't, I don't need, um, I don't need a, um, I don't know how to, I don't want a man to try to mold me into something that I'm not. Allow me to be free. Allow me to be myself. However, I want him to be, you know, a protector, loving, caring, provider, um, love animals, love children, different things like that. I don't like mean people. I don't like rude people. You know, I just want somebody down to earth. I don't know. Somebody like my daddy, I guess. Good mm. Southern strong man that just, you know, likes to work and likes his woman. And we're going to be all right. Mm. But Does he have to make over six figures? Absolutely not. <clears throat> no, I don't. I don't get into stuff like that. That's not. Again, I'm into feelings and emotions and how it makes me feel. So my, what I'm looking for may be a little bit different. But then when I say stuff like that, it's always the she's a pick me and all that. That's that's the last thing I'm trying to do. You know, um, I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to do anything because I want to make myself seem like I'm more desirable mm -hmm. to me, and that's not my intention. You know, right. I, I I say these things because that's that's actually how I feel. I don't really care about a man making six figures as long as he goes to work. He's a provider. We're going to, you know, our home and bills are taken care of and we're good. We don't have to be rich, you know, but in six figures these days is not even rich, you know, but I'm just saying high six figures, maybe. But y'all get what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. I'm just six figures is now me. middle class. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Miss Sombrero, is that a requirement for you? Six figures? No, I mean, um, I got student loans, so I'm gonna need you to, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to match my energy. I need to know <laughs> that in the end of the day, we're not gonna be struggling. So I wouldn't say. 
<laughs> so what if he's a truck driver? So he has no student loans, but he makes less than six figures. But, you know, if he's like a, a blue collar worker. Again, my bigger things, like I said at the beginning, I'm a sapiosexual, so I'm attracted to intellect. Yes, there are truck drivers or blue collar workers that are very intelligent. However, comma, I, I'm, I'm big on ambition too. So what's your what's your angle? What's your five year, ten year plan? Not saying that, I, and I and I was actually going to go back to that because somebody mentioned in the comments about where again that conditional part because I think I, at the end um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So have I been with somebody that is like, yeah, we're in the building stage where you build and I'm building, we building together. Then when I was with this person and and I was with them while they were building, when they got built to where they wanted to be, they forgot who was there with them building from the beginning. So coming into it, do I expect you to at least have what I already have? Yes. And so it is a little bit harder for me because I am not willing to date somebody that's maybe a blue collar that if you aren't financially matching up to where I am or have a plan that's going to get you past or something that's going to move you forward because I'm not stagnant. And so it's know that I'm not sitting at home get fat eating bonbons maybe i do go to yoga but it's at the same time i'm challenging myself in different ways so i'm always expanding i want somebody that's continuously to expand themselves too and not be stagnant hmm. i had a conversation with a guy um and he said that he doesn't want to be with someone that he has to motivate whoever he's with she has to be you know very very ambitious and my question is how long Ooh. Like, honestly, how long do do women have to be ambitious? Like if you start young and you're ambitious at 19, 20, 23, you do everything you have to do. You finally get at a point in life where you feel like you're comfortable and you just want to be put up and take care of. And now they want you to be ambitious. Like, right. When at do we 75. Get at 75. When do you get to rest? When you do you right. get to live that comfortable life that you worked so hard for? You know, mm -hmm. girl, that part. Um, <laughs> if you had if, if if a man approached you and told you to go home he does not want you to work he does not want you to have a career he wants you to be a housewife would y'all be willing to do that i'm gonna have a youtube channel i'm gonna have a uh a, a instagram a tiktok i'm gonna be on OnlyFans showing pictures of my feet i'm gonna do something i gotta have some kind of check I can do all that, but it's it's I guess that's that part of a uh, conditional feminism for me. I gotta have gonna come one day like um uh, what is it mad black woman to put me out of my house? Mm -mm. I gotta have some income, I gotta have some coins coming from somewhere. Playing lottery tickets, I'm doing something. <laughs> uh Miss D, what about you? Um if he doesn't want me to leave the home, I don't have to ever leave home, but I would definitely have to find a way to make money. I can't just, you know, sit around and do nothing. But uh, yeah, I don't mind. Please take me off my job right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. uh, go oh, ahead, go okay, Miss D, you had spoke earlier about the competition and I want to get your thought process on what that's like so give me aspects of the competition you meet a guy y'all start talking what happens does the competition come in then or is it like a thing where you going out and you looking good she looking good but you he chose you like <laughs> tell me some well, stuff about the competition i guess um I, I never really had the whole uh 
you pick me over her type competition. But I'm, I'm guys will make you feel like there's competition, even though if it may not be, but they'll let you know, you know, um, I talked to a lady that, you know, she's cash at me $500 for a haircut for my birthday, you know, and just try to make you do things and, you know, try to let you know that, you know, it's nice that you brought me this watch, but I had somebody buy me a Rolex, you know, stuff like that. So that type oh, of, hell little, no. you know, it's this so it does it seem like it comes more from the men trying to get you to a certain place. Cause you know, we kind of social engineer each other. Well, such yeah. and such did this for me versus a woman um seeing you with the guy and then she doing something to try to get him you know what i'm saying yeah and I, again it might just be game but that's what they make you feel like you know there's all these hot commodities out here and you should just be grateful and thankful to have a <laughs> kevin samuels high quality man you know in, in some instances <laughs> you know <laughs> Got you a high value man right here you sitting know, in front of you. You got you a high value man. You better hold on to me because uh, Kimberly around the corner waiting to take your place. Yeah. That's Marisol, you know how, how, how happy Marisol would be to have me? Um, <laughs> I feel you. Um, I do have a question, and I'm not sure if, Miss D, if you have anything to offer to this, but what's the craziest dating situation you all have had um, in Atlanta so far on the dating scene? And I'll start with Miss Sembrero, because I'm, I'm assuming since you've dated in um, Atlanta your entire life that you have at least one story. I only dated in Atlanta two years before I found my husband, and I have one, so I'm assuming you have something that's a little <laughs> crazy uh, it may and that may not be you know completely off the wall but the most the craziest dating story that you have uh so i'll say it's the story of when i found out about what pansexual meant so to all y'all in the comments they're talking about your uh your personal trainers interestingly enough he was a personal trainer and actually has a really good uh, uh social media following um and we were on a date at a i'm not going to say what bar because it's it's active but it's a bar that um he said he was jogging to it and ran by he goes there sometimes to watch the games as we're there on a date um it's just men coming in just men coming in i'm just like okay well you know it's a bar they're watching the game but then this guy walks up to us and the guy's looking like, what the hell is going on between the sheets in my home, baby? It was like a whole like moment. And then, so he's like, yeah, man, you know, we work out, we're going to go to the gym tomorrow. You know, what's up? We're going to the gym tomorrow, right? Like, what the fuck? Like, and dude was like, yeah, but he looked heartbroken. Like, I felt like I just had a, what the hell is going on moment? Like, I'm, and so I asked him, I was like, are you gay? Are you bi or something? He was like, no. And then in conversation, he mentioned that he was pansexual. And um, I had to Google what pansexual was. And I didn't even know before that what pansexual was. Explain to the um, class what pansexual is, honey. <laughs> You're attracted to energy. So you don't date based on gender. You might be like, oh, I really like these nuts today so delicious like I <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah interesting <laughs> very interesting uh miss d i know you've only been on the dating scene for a short time have you had any crazy dating stories um 
not really crazy dating mm-hmm. stories. Um, I have one story, but I I rather not share. Okay. Okay. No, no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> um, she was we'll, like the we'll trauma. <laughs> yeah. We'll move on. Danny, did you have anything else? I do. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the social media aspect. Do you ladies use social media uh, dating apps? And what has your experience been like on dating apps? And if you could tell us like which ones you've tried, I, I would love to know that because I'm curious. I, I got follow up to that. Miss <laughs> Sombrero? Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Plenty of Fish. What uh, would you say fish. had the best uh, people? Probably Hinge. Options. Hinge. I mean, options. Eh. Honestly, sometimes you run into the same people on all of them. So I don't options. That's what I've always heard, too, that it's the same people running the gamut. Like it's and I've all also heard that the paid apps for some reason are better. I don't know if it, if it's any truth to it, but like the free apps are like meat markets, but the paid apps are better. But it's the same people on all of them. Paid apps such as what? Um, okay. I guess if you have to have pay you for a, eHarmony. Oh, all people use eHarmony, right? <laughs> what, oh, well, what no. apps do you have to pay for? Don't some of them you have to pay, or maybe you have to pay for a different tier on an app? You know, like there's a free tier and then a paid tier type of thing. I don't know. <laughs> I just heard that it's the better options for you, like if you pay for them. So, okay. But you said Hinge has be- the better options of the ones that you've tried. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about what you, Misty? Um, no, I don't use the online dating apps, but like social media. I've met people off social media, um, went on dates, but not like the online dating apps. I tried them before, but not since I've been single this time. But actually, okay. I did. Um, I did find my ex-boyfriend off a dating app. Um, what app was it? I think it was Tinder, and we dated for like three years. So, okay. I mean, there can be success on the dating apps. We live together and everything. So, wow, I've seen people have successful situations yeah off of dating apps too and now and nowadays too with people being so busy and the way of the world like that's how you meeting people like we spend more time on you know online than we do doing anything else so naturally are you ladies willing to relocate to find love like let's just say in the next four years you don't find anybody would you be hmm. willing to relocate? So I met a guy who talk about fluid out and everything, like amazing guy, such a great guy. But he's like king of the north. Like he lives anybody that watched Game of Thrones, he's king of the north. Like he up there with Jon Snow. Upstate New York, where it's like Amish people and oh. like snow. And I'm like, I just could not see my black ass living with the Amish people. <laughs> 
Like I just couldn't, and I mean, it was. Girl, we need every- some fresh butter. Turning at five o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> Look at them, make the damn bread. I with my horse and carriage. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Okay, but what if it wasn't like a place like that? Um, would you would you be willing to relocate like on your own? Like, let's just say it doesn't work out. Would you be willing to relocate on your own? I mean, we dealing with the same shit everywhere, B. That's <laughs> if interesting. If I was talking about somebody and like he lived there or we're trying to decide where we're going to live, maybe. But just the, I don't know, we're dealing with the same shit everywhere. Because the dating, like because you haven't been lucky in love here in Atlanta, like, oh, you know, you feel like, okay, well, I'm getting to a certain age. I'm ready to settle down and I'm not having any luck here. Maybe I should try my luck somewhere else and, you know, move. Nah. Uh, Misty, what about you? Um, I'm open to it. I'm open to possibly meeting someone, you know, in another state or something, and we working out how we're gonna do the logistics or whatever. But I may not. I mean, it's a great big world out there, so I'm not gonna narrow me trying to find love or trying to find my husband within Fulton County, you know, so or Atlanta area, you know. So, okay, yeah, I'm open to it. I have a friend who was um, considering moving and she like literally um, Atlanta was like the number one on her list. But like the one thing that she reason that she would not pull the trigger was because of the dating scene. She was like, there is not like that was like the one thing she's like, I am a single woman. There is no way with the way that the dating scene is and all of the things that I've negative things that I've heard about. the And she frequents uh, Atlanta. She was actually just here um she's like there's no way with all the things that i've heard about the dating scene like i i want to get married and you know like i don't want to be like that's not it's not for me so that was the reason that she wouldn't pull the trigger for for you know because she was concerned about being single for an extended period of time if she moved here okay shout out to uncle Stu, old man on the block he says salutes most apps make men pay while women don't have to pay don't talk i'm thinking about us new yorkers lol just say you don't like snow lol <laughs> support to the stream thank you so much for uncle thank Stu. you uncle Stu. we really appreciate um, that i, I do have like another question for you <laughs> huh i have a question for you like ladies snow, that's what i was saying sorry oh um, okay. and speaking of what Miss Sombrero uh, brought up, like, how do you ladies feel about like the whole flued out concept? So being that you're single, you meet a guy and he lives, you know, if he's here visiting, you know, and you meet him, he's out, you know, you meet him out and he offers to fly you out. Like, are you okay with being flued out, especially to with someone that you don't necessarily know like that? Do you have certain requirements as it relates to, you know, having uh, allowing a man to fly you out like how do you feel about that whole allowing a man to fly you out thing especially with all the crazy stories that we've seen about women being flued out and miss d we'll start with you if i'm planning to get flued out or go somewhere with the guy or first of all we're already at that level where it's uh, understanding i'm not going to get flued out by a stranger and have to deliver some expectations obviously we already vibing on that level you know if i agree to get flued out by you or we're going to develop up to that point 
where it's going to be an understanding when we get there. But all the social media videos, you know what you're here for. You know, you don't want to get out, you put out, so get out, walk back home, fly back. Like, I've never been in one of those situations. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my goodness. but yeah, I, I, if, if we vibing like that, then yeah, I'll come see you. I'll come. You can fly me out. Miss okay. Sombrero, what about you? I'm, I'm not against it. I'm probably going to give all my friends all his information, tag number, license plate. I don't know. Some everything, credit card that was used to book through them. I don't know. Probably trying to make sure I know somebody in the area just in case. But I'm open to it. I mean, you definitely have to be safe. Definitely, definitely have to be safe. Um, Have you guys came across like a lot of weirdos on those dating apps or um, in Atlanta in general? Have y'all came across a lot of weirdos where you like, oh, hell no. Hell to no. This guy offered to buy me boots to step on his balls. How much was the boots? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. He said, whatever she was supposed that you would want, I'll, I'll send you money for him and I just want you to come step on my balls. I'm, I don't want to step on people's man jewels, but how much was never mind. Never mind. I didn't I, <laughs> <laughs> how hard did you have to spill? <laughs> did you have to tiptoe? <laughs> I'm like, do they but I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> uh, shout out to Justin Pine. I hope I said that right. Thank you so much for your uh super chat. Um <laughs> okay. Are y'all willing to date men with kids? Like mm. what's up with that? Are y'all willing to date men with children? Miss D. I am. I love kids. <clears throat> Even like young ones? (laughs) I mean, honestly, it's different because we're dating the guy. So majority of the time, the mother will probably have custodial custody. So, you know, if they have like a custodial agreement where the child comes, whatever, then of course I'll be the best stepmom in the world. Dating somebody who has full-time children living in the home. Um... It depends. It would definitely depend on the situation. And I say that because my baby's graduating from high school. So I'm about to be an empty nester. So um, I will be starting all over again. So that'll be my only um, hesitancy. But okay. Misty, what about you? You mean Sam? I'm the Sam. The Sam, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm open to it. I'm, I'm, completely open to dating a guy with kids. My problem is that I tend to date people now, like what Dorcas, I mean, what Ms. D said that, um, you know, being at a point where he doesn't want to have more kids. I don't have kids, so I want to have kids. And so that's kind of been a, a big deal breaker for me is that he doesn't want more kids because his kids just graduated from high school or his kids is, you know, 20, 25, whatever. It's like, no. So that's kind of been a deal, a deal breaker for me. So you actually want more kids. I want kids, period. I don't have kids. Oh, girl, for whatever reason, I thought you had like three. I don't know where three. I got that from. <laughs> no, ma'am. She giving you kids. I gave you three whole kids. Girl. I up in these streets. No. She said three. Maybe I gave you three whole kids. Like, uh, no, baby. 
Oh my goodness. Um, um Patrick, do you have any yeah, do you have another question? I do. Um how like do you got do you ladies have any dating strategy that you apply to weed out those who are serious from the game players? Like how do you, you know, because we know that, you know, that comes with the territory when you're dating and uh, Miss D alluded to it earlier, like, you know, being a woman who dates with intentions and putting it out there. And, you know, some men will lead with that if they know that's what you want just because you know they know that's what you want and they they play these games do you ladies have any strategies for weeding out and it could be for single women that are listening or whatever um do you ladies have any strategy that you employ to weed out the men that play games versus those who actually are dating with intention or or um, want the same things that you want and um sam will start with you and then we'll go to misty so that's a great question. I actually wrote a book about dating in your 30s. It's on Amazon. But uh, no, for real, I think the bigger thing is that um, being open to someone that's willing to actually have a conversation. And when I say have a conversation, like ask questions, get responses. To me, that really matters to know if it's you just in this for the moment or, or trying to make a movement. Like, what are we doing here? Is when you're actually asking me questions to get to know me and not just you're cute. I'm cute. Everybody's cute. Congratulations. So. Um, Having those follow-up questions, that to me is my strategy to know how serious you are about it. Miss D, okay, what about thank you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <clears throat> I guess I like, a again, a certain type of man with a certain type of maturity. So if you come at me immaturely, I'm probably not going to give you a chance. Um, come on, baby girl, let me change your life. You know, flashing money and all that extra. I'm, I'm good, love. Like, I don't mean no harm. <laughs> Um, but as far as a grown man approaching me and you honestly, it just have to be trial and error. You can't be afraid. Like you have to, you know, you don't really know what people's intentions are unless, like Sam said, you communicate and get that understanding and you give them a chance. Because if I try to weed him out thinking he might be a player because he's a, he's just suave, that just may be his characteristics. That just may be how his mama you know, raise him and he may be the best man <laughs> of all, but that's true. You never know if you just automatically think that, you know, this man is a little too, a little bit too nice. He's just really scared me. I, I don't know. I'm about to run for the hills. I don't know. I guess. And then, mm -hmm. um, sister George, from the conversation you and I had yesterday, you really, mm -hmm. um, helped me expand the way that I think and my thought process, um, not being so, not allowing people to be human, you know, and not just necessarily look for perfection and think that something that someone does that may not be perfect is necessarily a red flag that says run for the hills, run for the hills. Because in life, you have to give people opportunity, you know, to grow. But um, I don't even give those other jokers time of day. Like, um, I did want to address something really quick. I saw a comment in the chat and um, I didn't highlight it, but I want to say this, um, you know, th there's no age limit to when a person is supposed to stop dating. Um, there are women in our age group that are dating uh, all across this globe. Like if you think that we're some niche group of women that, you know, are talking about dating, like you're out of your mind. Like this conversation is not like nuanced. Like right. this, th like this is not a unique, 
unique, you know, um, this is these aren't two unique women that are talking about a unique set of experiences. Women in this age group are dating, even in the very city in which we live, uh, there are tens of thousands of women, if not more than a million women that are and have similar experiences to the women that we're speaking with. So what are you talking about? You highlighted that for what reason? Like you think that because a woman is nearing 40 or what you consider to be middle age that she shouldn't be dating, that a woman is supposed to drop dead and, and, and you know, shrivel up and die because she's nearing what you consider to be middle age at like, come on, y'all be saying some silly stuff, but, but men can date in today's sixties and eighties, like stop with the foolishness. Anyways, yes, absolutely. I'm at the age where I can date you or your son, so let's get to it. Oh, listen. Um, shout out to Mad Scientist. <laughs> he says, "Ladies, check out some of the cigar lounges in ATL. That's where the men are. Fellowship or City Cigar City Club are ATL mm -hmm. lounges. Have y'all ever mm -hmm. heard of those places? Been to them. I've been to both of those. They are really nice. <clears throat> okay. Okay." Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. Um, he says, I probably missed this, but what type of men do you like? What are their age ranges? Um, Miss Sam, we'll start with you. So I'm just kind of getting into the zaddies. I'm not gonna lie, but like I just said, I can date you or your son. So, um, I will say that young men are very accommodating, but however, comma, um, I, I think that I, I look for again, maturity doesn't have an age limit because there are some older men that are still very immature and that still think like they're 20 years old and want to act in that way. So um, I, I would like to say that I'm open. I'm more so looking for someone that I just feel that we, that we, uh, our energy matches and not necessarily uh, age because I, I've met a guy recently that he leaves with, I want to get married today. I want to get married tomorrow, but it's like, I see why you're not married. So at the same way that people are saying I'm uh, 30 something dating, there are people that are 40, 50, that are still dating because they haven't their their young person in them hasn't matured yet and they still have mother issues that they haven't fully addressed or still have issues as as it pertains to their self-esteem that they're looking to fix within a relationship that they need to fix themselves and heal within themselves first so i think that that process of knowing who you are i think that's what matters to me when it comes to dating somebody um, I just wanted to say really quick, MGTOW Universe, I'm not presenting it as if it's a flex. Dating, it like these ladies date, but they also work. They also live very fulfilled lives. This is one aspect of their life. You're saying that this is not a flex. Neither is getting your passport in order to go overseas to find a wife. What's your point? Y'all, y'all be doing too much. Come on now. <laughs> um, well, I'm 41. <clears throat> And uh, I think at this point, I want to date a man between 40 and 50, probably. Yes. I think that's my sweet spot somewhere, preferably mm -hmm. older than me. Um, again, young, old people all have challenges. But um, I've been married before, so preferably I want somebody that's either, you know, been married before or in that type of situation that understands what marriage is. I don't want to be anybody's experiment or, you know, it is what it is. Right, 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 right. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, is Rose not louder than others on the panel tonight? Who sacrificed to a chicken to you. build or a bull Balenciaga to make that happen? Hashtag oh message. <sighs> 
Okay, that's kind of. You know what, Andrew? You want me to whisper for you? Because, uh, like, I'm not about to do this with you. I, I refuse. Again. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, she whispered the, the last part of the show. I was so annoyed. I ain't about to put on my sexy voice for Andrew. That's what he won't, but I'm not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. If somebody asked y'all were y'all single by choice, mm -hmm. what would your response be? Miss D, mm. I'll start with you. Oh, I'm definitely not single by choice. I mean, I'm definitely single by choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait now. <laughs> not, not by force. Um, um, currently at this moment, I am talking, you know, to someone. I'm not just, you know, out here, but um yeah i'm i'm not single by by force i'm single by choice um okay. i just want my next move to be my best move let's put it like that ain't nothing wrong with that at all honey yeah uh <laughs> mr miss sam what about you definitely single by choice okay 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 hmm. I, are you ladies open to dating men that um that I guess would are outside of you know the your typical uh, what you would describe as what you would typically be attracted to. So you know if you met a man that falls outside of what you would typically be attracted to, and not to say that every you know I know that you guys both of you ladies have already um, have already kind of highlighted the fact that you know that's not the main focus for either of you. But you know typically there are certain things that we're attracted to as ladies and, and men too right. you know there are certain things that we find attractive in the opposite sex but if someone falls outside of that um are you ladies open to dating them and miss d will start with you and then um, um i think i am but i think everybody like before you even get to the point to see if they're a good person or not you have to have that physical attraction so you have to have something you know in you that gives us that physical initial chemistry but yeah i don't i don't i'm not i'm trying to get better because i used to only like a certain type of guy and this type of guy i want and it's nine times out of ten desirable by a lot of other women so type of guy that gets a lot of attention and stuff like that and i've learned that that's not necessarily the best thing to do but then again, when you think about it, if you're going to have struggles anyway, you could get the, you know, most humble meat guy in the world. He still could dog you out. So you might as well get somebody that you like, you know, and try to make it work. I think it's possible that you can be attractive and find somebody else that's attractive and y'all can make it work. You don't have to downplay your standards or whatever to find love. But I'm not just so superficial now where he has to be six feet and he has to have, you know, mm -hmm. broad shoulders, wide. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I've dated big guys. I've dated dark guys, light guys. You know, I've dated, you know, different types. Would you change your hair for him? Because the men keep pointing out that your your hair being short, like, and I don't know if, like, you know, they think um, that you would look better with long hair. Honestly, when I hit 40, I decided that a lot of things that I used to do, I'm not going to do them anymore. And weave was one of those things. I may get some braids every now and then, but I'm done wearing weave. So um, I may let my hair grow out, but I kind of like keeping it short. It's been short for a few months now, and I'm digging it. And Sorry if y'all don't. And like these my... are the men who say they don't like weave and makeup and all the things right. and the lashes and the. 
Thank you for the people who gave me compliments. I'm sorry for the people. Who <laughs> I think it looks beautiful. So. It does. Child. Anyways, um, Sam, I'm sorry. Same question to you regarding dating someone that falls outside of the, you know, the scope of a man who men who you are typically attracted to. The crazy part is me and Ms. D had this conversation earlier this week, I believe. But um, I, I've I've kind of arranged and softened my my um requirements when it comes to looks but at the same time i would say that i don't have kids so it kind of does make matter to me a little bit what our genetic pool might look like together but um i've softened up like maybe he doesn't have to be six three he can be five seven i'm five two so you know that's that's still a a couple inches more than me so i've softened some of those requirements <laughs> and then you know a lot of these middle-aged men they talk about us staying in shape but they started to get that dad bod so you know i'm willing to <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, you really lift up the belly girl. <laughs> you know, rub, rub a dub dub a little bit. I'm a little <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, y'all, I want to get kind of into some current events and topics and stuff. And I want to know what y'all think about um young Miami and Diddy um so you know Diddy is old man but Diddy is king trick Diddy uh may or may not be bisexual we've heard things about that before but he is taking young Miami on 600 excuse me half a million dollar shopping spree she gets a little allowance she enjoying life what y'all think about this situation um Miss Sam I'll start with you it works for them. Um, it works for them. She's happy. He's happy. They building together. It works for them. A nice body on a man is a bonus, not a requirement, but it's on a, on a woman. I'm sure it's a requirement. Okay. I was just reading mm. one of the comments. I was reading one of the comments. I don't know if it's a requirement either, though, child. No. <laughs> But you know what, though, like the way they be sticklers for it, like you don't see women going in on men and their bodies the way that like literally, you know what, what's one of the classic lines if you go on a man's panel in this space, high weight dress size, like that's that's what they lead with as a woman when you when you come on their panel, like, come on, <laughs> you know, like literally. Now, if you ask the man bank account shoe size and you know what i mean like if you ask them things that would like come on like they do that to women so uh, although for you know they'll say like well black women are the heaviest over you know the largest group of overweight women and all the things but if they had their pick men would typically pick a woman that is in that's in physical shape that's it that's physically fit i i literally and you know and that that's within their right but as a woman and she seems to be you know um in in very good shape and stuff like that if you have certain things that you like okay well i'm keeping myself in good shape and you know this is and you know as you would like this is a requirement that i would like you to uphold i ain't mad at it Shout and i mean at the same oh, time, oh go ahead oh go ahead go i'm ahead. sorry no go ahead go ahead at the same time uh the bigger part is is it somebody that you can build with can we go hiking together do you like kayaking are you willing to, to you know for us to have that moment to get in shape together maybe make meal prep together as opposed to you know, some things you can work on. I mean, if it's like, okay, you used to look like this and maybe you want to get back to that, that's cool. But I mean, I want to rule you out because of that. But I mean, if you sitting there eating 
deep fried donut hamburgers every day. No, I can't roll with you. Because I want I believe in health. I want to have a heart. That's what they like in the chat, child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to AG and Thomas. He says, I was born in Atlanta, raised in Decatur. Even though the metro Atlanta has over 6 million people, you have to really get on 285 and you can meet a man at Home Depot, Lowe's, or flying out of Hartsfield. Um, what y'all think about that? <laughs> y'all could be at the Home Depot just lurking around in your thought clothes and shit. You got no, you Bye. gotta act helpless. You have to act helpless though. Like, can you tell me where the hammers are? <laughs> can you tell me where I can find the nails? You gotta be a damsel in distress. That man probably be annoyed as hell, like we already seen it. <laughs> he gonna he gonna walk you over there and ask you what type of hammer you need. I don't know one that you, you know hit hit a nail in the wall with. You gotta be completely clueless, and you know men like to be of help. So it might be somebody husband though, baby, because like <laughs> husbands always in Home Depot. So there's that too, but. I, I often hear that, that the hardware stores is the place to be. Yes, the hardware store, grocery stores. Uh, my friends been trying to get me to do it a lot, but um, I'm, I'm here for that. It's just sometimes you in there, you like, I just wanted to get some, some I don't know, some nails or something, but I'm here for it. And I'm not against dating a, a six-figure trucker either. As long as while he on that truck, you know how to eat a salad and come his ass home and not with them. <laughs> D-Max, you talking to you, buddy? <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's a Z lot of trouble. Like he'd be uh dealing with them lot lizards. Um <laughs> shout out to Roman King. He says compromising on the ideal physical characteristics you want on a partner will lead to dissatisfaction more times than not. Mm. I actually agree with that. Um I agree with that a lot. Um, but my mom had told me something like a long time ago. So she would ask me, um, do you go with the guy you love or do you get with the guy that loves you more? Do you go, go with the guy you love more or the guy that loves you more? Um, most of us do want it to be equal, but I would get with the guy that I love more because things that you do out of obligation versus wanting to do it. Like, I want to see my man happy. I want to do things that's going to make him happy. I want to do things that's going to satisfy him. If I did it because somebody loved me and I was obligated to do something, I, he could be spoiling the shit out of me, but he'll ask me to go fix him a drink of water. I'm like, this motherfucker always wants something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the fuck you want now? You know how you jump? Me like, yeah. come on. And so that's why I, I think, you know, get what you want. Cause when you do something because it's a requirement or you have to, you don't really get a lot of joy in doing it. Cause it's like this motherfucker always wants something. He always trying to bother me. Like, but I've heard want. the saying that the person who, um, the person who love the person who loves the other person, the least holds the most power. I think that used to be the case, but I think we're in a different world now. Like, so all of us have delved off into psychology and we've heard the term narcissism more time than we can count. Most of us have done the research and dealing with 
you know, like today's women, I think we've kind of done a lot of research on types of men, um, certain characteristics. So I think in a in a power dynamic that women are versed in manipulation enough to where that don't apply. Sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> I got Sometimes. a question once you're done. Okay. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Rose, I just when I give you credit, you increased your <laughs> voice volume. You know I have to show love by roasting. LOL. Thank you so much. Um, honey, I thought she was gonna put that sexy voice on the night. She ain't gonna Andrew should be used to it. You in the ghetto, you in the hood, baby. Like I'll probably remind you of Keisha now. So um, there's that. Um, shout out to men of tomorrow. He says a reasonable single online women. Why are y'all so available? Um, MOT, they did tell you they was in the Atlanta area. The show is about Atlanta. We talked about the ratio. <laughs> so do you want to answer this? Because I mean, I think like reasonable women can be available. Like, is it, you know, men for some reason, always, that question is always asked as if, you know, like there's something wrong with you. There's some, there's, there has to be something wrong with you. So do you ladies want to take a stab at this question before I ask my question? And Sam sat forward. So I guess we could start with her if she wants to. <laughs> um, I, has he not been listening for the past hour? But I think we kind of laid it out. But oh. the bigger thing is, I think, being able to find somebody, and that's that's me, uh, that I'm... And I, I hate to do the uh, the Bible reference where you're equally yoked, where it's like we're bringing, bringing enough to the table to where together nobody leaves feeling like I'm bringing the chair, you bring the napkins, where it's like we both come with our own tables. And so we're, we're at the same playing field where we can build and go to the next level. We don't have to wait for you to get your Christmas bonus, go on vacation. We can just go and know that it's going to be it's going to be handled. So I think the bigger thing is just finding somebody that is my forever person and not necessarily my right now person. Okay. Yeah. Miss D, did you want to add anything? Um, I'm tripping on why y'all so available. Who said that we were available? I mean, we're single. Um, if, you know, the man comes around and changes that, you know, we may be willing to date, but don't just act like we're just free and available for everybody to come just have okay. their turn with. It's not like that now. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, um, yeah, I'm single because I was in a relationship for the last three years and um, my job transferred me here to Atlanta. He was living out of state because of his job obligations and the long distance didn't work. So they left me in a single life. And now I'm looking for love here in Atlanta. But single doesn't necessarily mean available to everyone. You know, you say so available. It makes it seem like you just ripe for the picking, like anybody can just come. That's I don't know. Maybe you didn't mean it like that, but that's how I read it. Okay. Mm. I know that's right. All right. Well, <laughs> um, I do have another question. Um, as it relates, since Danny brought in the pop culture references, um, I'm going to ask you ladies, um, <laughs> When, you know, when it comes to like current events and especially being that, you know, black men and black women are divided on so many issues and their tip, there really is a really a real true gender war between black men and black women. Um, do you gauge 
um, do you gauge how interested you are in a man by, you know, whether or not he comes off as misogynist by some of the current events, i.e., this negatory situation, you're dating someone and this conversation comes up and he's, you know, pro, you know, Tory getting off. Like, is that a gauge for you to know if this man is misogynist and does that become a, then become a red flag? Um, and um, we'll start with Sam because she looks like she's ready with a, a response and then we'll go to Miss D. Um, Kevin Samuels, God rest his soul. I feel really did a, a interesting, um, it gave a lot of men interesting insight. And so I'm not gonna say that I, it hasn't been interesting to hear some of the thought process that men have about uh, dating now, but I do feel like as women, we, and, and someone said that, that black women are, are the least protected. And I, I do feel that we don't get anybody that actually comes to our rescue in some instances and stands up for us. And so, um, that is the unfortunate part, especially in that uh, begging situation, is that Black women aren't protected. And so we have to defend ourselves and stand up for someone like her who was in a situation that uh, she ended up being. In the end, she's the person that ended up being hurt, regardless of who did it. She was still the person hurt. Okay, thank you. Uh, Miss D, what about you? How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that as a gauge um as far as dating as far as i'm concerned maybe some of the kevin samuels more situations but not like the current events but like if if you see someone like kevin samuels and what's the other guy Derek jackson i think that's yeah yeah if they're in the comments like bashing women and different things like that you know that's their stance then i can't get jiggy with that but um just saying that they support Tory and they want him to get off and Meg may be lying. That's everybody's has their everybody a court lawyer. I mean, an internet lawyer right now. So we don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, more of those men that are, that are prone to like attacking black women or like putting black mm -hmm. women down and stuff like that. And the men that like jump on that bandwagon, I'll, I can't get jiggy with that. Have y'all heard of um, the opposite end of the spectrum? So you have um, women who have a decent size following with the opposing message. So basically their message is niggas ain't shit and we're going to get white men or niggas ain't shit and we ain't dealing with them no more. Um, have y'all heard that before or messaging like that? Um, I, have. I have, but I don't support that one either. Okay. Um, I love men. I love black men in particular. So um, my daddy was a black man. You know, I got black brothers, so I'm not going to sit here and bash the black men and, and talk about, you know, like that. But yeah, I've heard it from both sides and I don't support either side from the male side or the female side. Okay. Uh, Miss Sam, what about you? Yeah, I agree with Dorcas. I don't, I don't really get into that. Uh, that extremism, I call it to where it's just yeah. like, you know, there's a role, you know, where it's like, it's not all left or it's not all right. That's kind of in politics or dating or anything. It's like, I don't like people that go to the extremes on both levels. Yeah, that's true. Um, shout out to Miko. He says, I think that only queer men are misogynist. Straight men all love women. Criticism isn't hatred. That's I'm going to have to disagree. 
I'm going to have to disagree, Miko. We've had straight men on our panels and uh, talking about different discussions and actually presented arguments with uh, supporting evidence and laid out very strong, detailed um, um, arguments and asked them if they were in agreement with certain things. And they agreed and told them that, hey, you know, this is a misogynist ideology and you're saying that you support this. And they've agreed and said, yes, I'm a misogynist and I agree with this. So I would disagree that that, that only queer men are misogynists. I, I um, do believe that there are heterosexual men who can also be misogynists. And some of those men reside in this very space and they're admittedly uh, misogynistic. Okay. Um, a shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, as for Tori, they used Kate and Meg to sleep with him to encourage him to slide to Rock Nation. His quarantine radio on IG was popping and making him money. Soon he hooked up with Meg. Soon as he hooked up with Meg, that show ended. But you always got to blame the black woman for everything that the black man go through. Like what the hell they got to do with her? <laughs> She ain't rocking it. She, blame Jay-Z. Why you ain't blame Jay-Z? Child. Um, ladies, what kinds of... I don't have no more questions, so I'm going to have to think of something. I, I have one more. I have another one. I got another one. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I did want to know, we brought in pop culture, so we've seen a few different references of, you know, women and... um. One as of late with Glorilla and, you know, oversharing and, you know, sharing about certain things that happen in her bedroom and things that typically would be kept in the bedroom. Um, and I wanted to I bring that about just to ask for you ladies, um, you know, we, we are real grown here on this panel um, for you ladies. Uh, when dating and meeting a man, is there a is it? <laughs> a red flag when a man introduces the conversation of sex and or um, sexual acts too soon and, you know, the things that he's interested in. Um, is that a red flag for you? How do you feel about that? Are you okay with it being that we're all grown? Um, and, you know, would that potentially disqualify somebody from, you know, you furthering getting to know them? Um, and Miss D, we'll start with you. Um, no, it wouldn't deter me. Since we all grown, I go in telling guys I have a high sex drive. So if I date somebody, they're going to have to be compatible with me in all areas. And that's one area that's very important to me. So it wouldn't deter me away from it. Okay. And Sam? It would. Because if you lead in, oh, I got a big dick that'll make you swallow your throat till you come out your ears. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, bye. I'll, bye. I mean, you don't ask to see it at all. I don't give a fuck what it looks like. Like Sam, I'm know. like you. Block. <laughs> Block. Now we don't want we don't want him talking like that, but you know, for example, I talked to this guy and he was telling me that um one thing that didn't work out with his ex was he felt like um he was getting elbowed at nighttime, you know, when he was trying to get with her. You know, she just wasn't a, a real sexual person, and that was a big thing for him. Um 
And so I just like that, that I don't have a problem with that. You know, you, if me, you and I were getting together, we wouldn't have a problem in that, in that area. I would never have a problem, you know, having sex with my partner. That's something that I enjoy doing and I'm going to do it whenever you want to do it. And you probably, probably gonna want to do it more than you. And so he was like, that's highly unlikely. So we'll see whatever, whatever, but it's not like I got a big dick and I want to put it in your ear, but it was more of a grown up conversation about sex and how it relates and how you are in a relationship. I've always found that whenever they try to open that door, like whenever like they crack the door open, it's like it, it, it's only just to segue and like that's all they focus on. So for me, I guess I've always tried to shut it down and or like, you know, if it's if it's respectable, you know, I could shut it down and be like, nah, you know, I, I think that's too early to introduce that conversation. But like sending pictures and all that stuff out the gate and all like I feel like certain things are inappropriate. And I've always felt like whenever they crack the door, it, it leads to just the conversation being focused on not, you know, the conversation being focused on nothing but that. So for me, I've just always, you know, been very cautious of introducing that. Point really. that. That's a good point. Um, because I've experienced that when I was dating, like if you, if they crack the door for it, then that's all they want to talk about. And then it's like, uh, it gets to be too much. And let yeah. me ask y'all this, um, in y'all's dating experiences, do guys ask for nudes right off the bat? <laughs> no guys don't ask me for nudes okay if i send a nude or something you know that's 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 up to me but it's it's gonna be a while it's not gonna be you know in the beginning we probably already crossed that line you know okay sex first relationship after <laughs> well do y'all believe in that order <laughs> what do you believe in the order sex first and then a relationship because nowadays i'm hearing women kind of say that okay if the guy has bad sex and then i'm in a relationship with him then that's just kind of like me being stuck but if we do it and then you know it's good and then we could work on a relationship and really work on that um what do y'all think about the order of that well i tried to um gonna make me sound bad but i tried to um like date somebody for them as a person and not for the physical aspect of it and i was thoroughly disappointed um <laughs> when i when i finally got to that and then it was time to unlike everything that i had liked about them you know and i know sex is not everything but again personally for me it's a big thing for me so mm -hmm. when we got to that point it just immediately made you know i was just instantly just upset that i had wasted like three months trying to get to know this man just you know i mean i know i wasn't gonna be satisfied and i did it more than one time i tried like at least two times and then i was thoroughly disappointed so it's not a fluke but have you got like and i hadn't heard of this really and truly like they think i'll be playing because i always like joke about being approved but um this whole post nut clarity thing until i got in this space because like you know do y'all know what that is like when a man uh, maybe i see I, i'm slow when it comes to certain things and see that that's another reason why to me like i feel like it's important like you need to get to know me first and see if you like me as a person before that's ever introduced 
for me, like, I don't know, but I do understand what Miss D is saying. You know, I get what you're saying too. Like, you know, I wasn't even really feeling you like that and I give you a chance and it was a waste of my time. I mean, I understand. I get it. What about you, Miss Sam? I don't try to like rush it. I don't try to be like, okay, step one, we got to have sex. Step two, we got to kiss. Step three, we got to, I don't try to like put a, a timeline or a order of to when things happen it's like let's just let it go when it goes with the flow to me is when it works the most but when you try to push the agenda on let's have sex first or let's do this first or whatever to me that's when it don't work and that's when i'm gonna have when i'm gonna, i already know in my head I ain't, I ain't fucking with you and so when i have sex with you i'm not into it and it's already gonna lead me to not like you anymore because that's where you let with it as opposed to if you let it happen and what happens happens i i agree with that um yeah, I agree with that for the most part. Um, I have read. I think Miss D has something. She, she, oh, go ahead. I will. I will say that in my adult life, I probably have been in. I was married, and I've probably been like four long-term relationships. And long-term, I say three years or more. Mm -hmm. And in all those relationships, sex was like probably on the first date or very early on. And it ended up being a long-term relationship, like years. You know, it wasn't just a one-night stand. And I'm sure it's probably was because we had sexual chemistry, you know, on both sides, both ends. But um, I guess I kind of like I already liked that person. And then it's this, yeah. this you know, you know, it's more to it. You kind of already like the person. You have chemistry, and then the sex kind of seals the deal. You know that we're gonna be yeah. together. So. I will say that in that aspect, it has been helpful. Hmm. Um, a shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, a dating rule I always follow is never let sex be your main objective. I think that's interesting when it comes down to men. Um, because I think you guys are more so the hunters. This is my That's thing. always their main objective. Um, I think if sex isn't your main objective, but it's a lot of men's and a lot of men know how to fish, then the competition is going to be goddamn fierce. Um, because a lot of guy, a lot of women aren't. I say a lot of women are looking for um nice ladies, but they definitely want to be banged out. And <laughs> yeah, that's just what it is. Okay, they said I missed one. Oh, shout out to MGTOW Universe. I thought about it in my head, but I didn't read it out loud. Shout out to you. He says, how tall does he have to be? Um, and MGTOW is probably under five feet. <laughs> he ain't that short. But why y'all look like that? Miss um, Sam, I'll start with you. He ain't that short. I made that face because We've dated another funny dating story is that I went on a date with the guy and I never really look at height because I'm five two, so I never really think about it's not often that somebody gonna be shorter than me. But uh yeah, I went on a date and dude was like a, a tall midget. Or is that small person? What am I supposed to say now? Small <laughs> yeah. person, don't get us flagged. Small people. <laughs> was tall, small person. And I was like, I'm I'm like this far away from being a small person so i was like oh with heels i'm like five seven maybe and i was like i had to bend down to hug him i was like oh wow small person. was that awkward to you it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we 
we both kicking our feet on the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a swinger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> oh, she running something like this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Miss D, what about you? Um, I was just say taller than me. I'm five four, so yeah. I, I'm all I've always kind of been like, as long as they're taller than me, I'm not really yeah. tripping. Um, cause if I have to look down on you, I'd be thinking that you wanted the kids and then <laughs> <sighs> no, how'd that go? Um, shout out to uncle Stu again. Thank you so much for this. He says post-nut clarity is defined wrong in this space. Miss D is mature. So this makes a difference. Grown people see things differently than immature people. Um, oh. thank you. So Uncle Stu, that was shade. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was some serious shade. That was some serious shade. Definitely a compliment to Miss D, but that was definitely shade to me, Uncle Stu. I got you, though. I, I, I got you. Mm -hmm. He does like smart shade. So yes. if you know, if you you got to read, Ooh. and then you be like, wait a, wait a minute now. Did, did, did he really Yes, he did. He did. Girl, people also have, have you, to have categories. So. You got to have what, girl? <laughs> he said grown people see differently. I said, yeah, grown people also have to have cataract surgery when they start to lose their vision. <laughs> that part to deal with Miss Sam, baby. I'm not going <laughs> to deal with Miss Sam. The thing is, um, I think it's very grown of you to understand um your to be emotionally aware like to uh be emotionally intelligent and aware of you know your own um emotional strengths and what works for you and what you know may not work for you because of um your ability to handle certain things i think that that's a very mature and grown thing and for me i already know <laughs> like i told you i used to operate by the rule you me you stuck with me so like the baby like try to play that post with me <laughs> like, i'm gonna be popping up in the back seat of your car you <laughs> getting off work like, a, like baby i'm not uh-uh you ain't no have y'all ever been in situations um like to where y'all were in control like y'all wanted to screw y'all didn't want relationships from the men have y'all ever been in those type of types of um Just situations casual yeah miss sombrero you can answer like... <laughs> i'm trying to think how i wanted to answer <laughs> um, I, I'll put it this way. i've been in a situation where he was my consistent dick while i found the person i wanted to be with Mm. okay that's different i was about to say was it no that's not non-sexual attention because he was giving her sexual attention yeah so i was okay. allowed to have that clarity because i was getting my nut so that when i was dating i could be you know present with the person i was mm. dating because i wasn't sexual and my mind wasn't clouded i see i think you bring about a great point um, especially when it comes down to the beginning of a relationship, because everything is fucking great and you barely, I think like when you dick thirsty for lack of better mm -hmm. words, I swear, it's like, you don't always think with your full head 
because you haven't had none in a while, especially if it's been a while in between. And then you meet a guy and he's checking all your boxes. It's almost like you kind of ignore a lot of the flags and shit that you possibly could have seen if you were, if you did have some clarity to the situation. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of players, I think they use that method um, really well to where they are screwing multiple women and one woman doesn't cloud them up unless that's exactly what he wants. But he's not just, oh, oh, she's great. And I love her. And I love her. You know what I'm saying? He's not going crazy off of the uh, first piece of ass he gets. So I don't know. I think it's interesting um, when women do it, too. I think so. Okay. Um, ladies. It's been an hour and 30 minutes. Um, yep. I don't have any more questions. I thought this was a really good interview. I really I did. Like, very, very interesting. Yes, very interesting. Um, Thank you guys wanna... for being so candid and open, too. Um, we definitely appreciate that. And the chat was pretty well behaved. I was surprised. Look at y'all. Child, they was getting their ass timed out and blocked and all kinds of stuff. Oh. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> some... I noticed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they've been um on them. So um, but no, I really thought it was, was a really good interview. We don't generally have we haven't had a lot of women on the show. Well, it's been a while. No, we had some. Yeah, because we did women's month two months ago. We did. Mm -hmm. Sorry, a lot. <laughs> but it's been a minute. So I'm glad to kind of have the feminine energy up here, like. It's been nice and calm and just a good conversation. So I'm glad you ladies came to join us and we're really candid about your lives because that's not easy to do. So I'm I'm Very really, true. really um happy y'all did. So thank Me you. Me too. Um uh MGTOW, where your money at? Don't MGTOW, ask nobody to stand up. Where your money MGTOW, at? she from the sip. You said you weren't dealing with nobody from the sip. That's what he, he said. Did not try to hook him up with a woman from the sip. He's, yes, he said he wanted pings and get his bag of rice and spend $30 on a bag of rice so bye I low key won't, I want them to stand up because they both and he fine. already know what we working with from Mississippi so don't play Listen, Danny tried to tell him Danny tried to I tell tried. him he insisted on going to the Philippines and paying for a massage so <laughs> have fun with that I tried I, I was trying I was telling him um, you know that the SIP has some <laughs> Some really nice women that know how to cook, and then you can get you a good meal from the gas station and all kinds of shit. Going. So, no, now look at you still single in America, <laughs> and she over there massaging somebody else. <laughs> anyway, oh my god. <laughs> what was they supposed to be talking about, Charles? We asked them about dating. We asked them if they know how to make cookies and pies and shit. Baby, they ain't never satisfied. Miss D let with that, talking about I know how to make sure a man got meals. She let with all that because I know for a fact she always talks she, about that. Miss D uh, expressed that in several of her responses, but like, yeah. I fucking hate brave. What more right? do you want from me? <laughs> Granny's gonna make sure you said you said Granny's need love too. Granny nigga said I'm love. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> baby. Let me tell you something. These fools have uh, they're so uncouth. Like the moment I give them a compliment, they start cutting up. Like this is why. 
You can't compliment Negroes because <laughs> they don't know how to act. Look, look at this nigga. Look at him. Is the, the price still the same in the ATL? Yeah, hell no. Uh, you should know. Probably like, how would we know? We ain't buying it. <laughs> what the heck? Child. The hell out of here. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, ladies, I'm going to drop y'all down. I am so, 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 so appreciative that y'all yeah, came and sure. kicked it with us. We're going to have to have y'all back. Yes. I know. Um, we do do women's panels and um, talk about on a variety that, of topics. Yeah, yeah. So, did I you ladies want to say that. anything in closing, Miss D? Yes. What are y'all yeah. thoughts? Um, I just thank y'all for having us on the show. It's really, really fun. Um, I love you all's ideas and questions and the way you think and your thought process. And I love this whole women empowerment movement. <laughs> like we don't have to be catty. We can always get along and everything. So um, I just love y'all ladies. So whenever you want to have me back, just let me know. And uh, if my husband is in that chat, then, yeah. Tell me <laughs> Thank you, Miss D. He just might be. They're going to be hitting uh, Danny up asking for your Baby. digits. So um, it just might be. <laughs> well, she know me, so she know who to weed through. Weed out. <laughs> Ladies, it was a pleasure having uh being on with you guys. Uh I've enjoyed the chat. You guys are hilarious. Um, if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, it's Sambrero. I'm also a brand strategist. So if anybody needs help with building out their brand, I am doing that for a living. In addition to me being a therapist, I wear many hats. So um also on book again is on Amazon. Um, a guy to self-love while dating in your 30s. But I would be more than happy to come back on again, ladies, and I would love to have you on some of my um uh, avenues as well. Oh, Absolutely. we would love that. We would love, we would love yeah. that. We're going to have to get the book, child, so we can have an Oprah's book oh, club. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Yes. I think the, we're going to no, know the breakdown book club, mean girl, because we're here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would love that. But um, thank you, ladies, so much. And we will see you guys very soon. Yes. Bye. Bye Enjoy. Happy holidays, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Girl, that was one for the books. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to ask this. Uh, shout out to Ray Alexander. I'm so sorry. He says, are Miss Sambrero and Miss D proactively slash strategically placing themselves in environments where the mm. equality and caliber of men they seek would frequent? Um, I absolutely believe so. I've known Miss D for a super duper long time. Um, and I've known, known Miss Sombrero for a little bit, but I, I think that they do. So, um, I, I think yeah. so. And they've already said, you know, they were aware of the whole, um, hardware stores. They said, you know, the, the couple of the cigar lounges that were mentioned, they said they've, yeah. well, they already frequent those. So it seems like they, they do. See y'all when y'all fall <laughs> off the carousel. Uh, Charles Merchant is, oh, he a jerk. Jesus, he is a jerk. Wow. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> no, y'all not. Um, shout out to Leo Anthony. Eric <laughs> Jerome Dickey. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't stand these fools. Like, why do they misbehave the way they do? Like, why, though? He did not look up Eric Jerome Dickey, girl. Did you read <laughs> I mean, that's not the time. Like, I'm surrounded by books, and ain't none of them no Eric Jerome Dickey. <laughs> you ain't never read none. Babe, these my husband books, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Eric Jerome. <laughs> no, it's a couple of my books up here, too. But, but no, I, I've never read Eric Jerome Dickey books. I mm -mm. did when I was like 19. Mm -hmm. I read like Terry McMillan books, though. But not when you was that young? was like my fiction, like Rosalind McMillan, Terry McMillan type of books. Oh, that Oprah fiction. Mm -hmm. Sophisticated yeah, fiction. <laughs> anyway, I was over there reading Truth to the Game and shit. Uh, you was reading <laughs> that Pimpology and uh, uh, Donald Goins and all that. Girl, type, baby. Oh, I oh, love oh. a Donald Goins book. I swear yeah. to God, I do. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like with Donald. Donald is like one of those authors that make you feel like you're absolutely there. And you can mm -hmm. feel like the way he describes stuff, it just kind of makes you feel like you in a room watching it with him. I've never. But Y'all some clowns. Yeah. I got Carl Joseph Young. I have uh, The Enlightened Mind, an anthology of sacred prose. Oh. Like, baby, I ain't playing with y'all. Like, don't, I have some don't books, but don't I, I think that... Um, Sister Soldier. I never read Zane books like that's that. I read stuff. Zane I, books too. I can't read stuff like that. That's mm -mm, that's a, that's reading a porno. Oh, you know, because I everybody talk you know. about it. That's how no, was getting off. That and them roses <laughs> and, a, and a glass of Moscato and a glass of that Alize. <laughs> I'm not gonna you tell y'all. Let me tell you. Let me tell y'all this, Eisen. Let me tell y'all this quick story. So when I was like ten years old, my grandma used to put me on punishment for any fucking thing. I looked the wrong way. I was on punishment. I talked the wrong way. I was on punishment. And so she would take away my TV. And so I missed out on like a whole era of rap and TV. Ugh. Like just missed it. But tell you who was reading Jackie Collins at 10 and was getting her whole damn life. Are you serious? Me? Danielle Steele. Uh, are you serious? Baby. <laughs> you know what I was reading at 10 years. First of all, I was I used to read yes. Stephen King, baby. Like, let me tell you something. I was at 10, though. No, not at 10. I was reading The Babysitter's Club. <laughs> I was the baby goosebumps, baby. I like, read that too, but they have nothing on them Danielle Steele books, baby. Baby, I could read a goosebumps book today. <laughs> that was my favorite. No, Sweet Valley Twins, <laughs> Sweet Valley High. Yes, sweet babe. What you know about it? <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I'm feeling old right now. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna tell y'all the books I read now. Whatever, y'all some haters. They don't even read. Like y'all wasn't doing them, but looking at the pictures in the comic books. So there's that. Why at least we was reading. Bump one out when you was ten. Go to hell, Who lying? Who lying? <laughs> Gaston, we the same age. Why you playing me over here, French? <laughs> Why you playing? We the same age. Goosebumps definitely was out. Gaston Goosebumps definitely her. was out. Anyway. Um, but shout out to our lovely, lovely ladies that came yes. through. I so appreciate y'all. I'm gonna have to do something special for them girls. This yeah. was really dope. I enjoyed it. It was super good. Um, you know what? Oh. We need to do a men's. We need to do a men's version where we have Gaston. Who else said they from Atlanta? Oh, Dmac. Dmac in a relationship. We can't have him. Dmac ain't in no damn here. relationship. He claimed he had been in a relationship for three years. Why he lie? Girl, 
anybody will say this shit. On we the need head. to have the. We should have had the men. Like it would have been good to have men and women. Mm, that would have been good. Concrete but now we need to do the men dating women. Dating the women and the hard truth about dating the women in Atlanta, baby. We could hear some stuff. We got to mm. do the men. We got yep. to. Um, as in, I actually am listening to Sapiens. <laughs> I'm listening to about three books on Audible right now. So Sapiens is one of those. So that's, it's actually pretty interesting. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's cheating. You got to turn the pages. No, nah, baby. If I'm driving in that long ass Atlanta traffic, and I, I just don't feel like talking. You don't listen to YouTube. Hell, not uh, in the morning to wake me up. Cause ain't oh, nothing okay. like somebody cussing somebody out early in the morning, and you Child. be on your way like, like ready. I'll be on TikTok, TikTok while I'm driving. How? But, um, what you mean? How? <laughs> anyway, does it just flip um, to the next video, or you over there playing on your phone? No, I'll be sliding to the next video. Um, I don't know. We may yeah. try to get back here before criminal. I don't know. It's busy this week, baby. Um. If we don't, Mary Kruma, <laughs> that's going to be a long time from now. If we don't get back What's before today? Kruma. Today is Wednesday. Kruma is Sunday. You need to get over here and see these damn people before some damn Sunday concrete because I'm not coming Girl. on here on Christmas. I know. And I got I shit to do. I got brunch on Monday. We could we could have did a live. We could have went live on... um. Monday. Oh, we'll the brunch. Crazy. If I if I would have came out towards you, we could have did live afterwards at your house. We'll we'll see. Um. Anyways, we'll figure it that out. We'll be back yeah. sometime mm. between now and then. SG. So about that AMD processor, did you get it? No, I did not. Um, the struggle has been mad damn real. I ended up spending some money on some other stuff. So mm. Curlin kind of asked out on that. You know, I hope he likes the other things that I got him because mm -hmm. I love him like very much. And I, I really feel like he shouldn't put me in that position to try to get Ooh. that because the struggle be like mad real and it's stressful it's every year. Yeah. And then, you know, with the nerd, like the nerd. Mm -hmm. I was like, you send me out on this mission every year. And he said, I mean, I didn't do it the first year. He <laughs> said that like, Listen, baby. baby uh, what's wrong? What's good, Epic? Epic. Um, my husband, he he missed out on his gift too, but he's talking about you. He don't, he don't care about Christmas. He's like, you could just get it in January. Uh, and I'm like, and not have nothing under the tree. What, what, what kind of wife would I be? Maybe a, a, a one that they would talk about because that's all not what we do. do. So why you think I was in the mall? Oh, I already have him some things, but I had to go to the mall and make sure I have a nice display of gifts for my husband under the tree. We we not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, honey, look at Curlin in the chat. What he talking about? Lord, Lord. <laughs> that's exactly what I said every time I called around looking for the damn thing. Lord, like baby, y'all ain't like I ain't stressing over these gifts at the last minute that you told me new Christmas was Christmas, Christmas in 12 months ago, and you want to tell me 
a week before. Uh, no, we not. Mm -mm. I ain't gonna do it. So there's that. But anyways, um, what else? Um, I don't have anything else. Um, yeah, I know you did. You don't know my struggle, Miggs. How you should have been helping me. Shit, you done already got us in trouble with Pablo. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, mm hmm. So, mm hmm. Help us. Look at, Help uh, me. Look at Eisen. He said, but I bet that's uh, you got you went to the salon and got them nails done and got your hair appointment in, though. Eisen, mind your business. Mind your own. <laughs> uh, first of all, this weave is like weeks and weeks old. It don't even move like it's supposed to. So that that mm. part. And, and I need my nails done, which I go tomorrow. And I had to squeeze in for that appointment. Mm. So no, Eisen, everything didn't work out. The struggle's mm. been real with that too. Help me out. You got a sister that can do some hair in Atlanta? Let me know. Mm. Don't trust her if you do. I know that's gonna send you child. to a white girl. Listen, I tried, but you ain't listen. I I couldn't fly to Denver. I gotta make Kerlin some money. You know what I'm saying? I got to break, I got to make Kerlin some money. <laughs> that Pablo Dust up ain't my fault. You was up there on the panel. <laughs> that Pablo Dust. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Yes, but anywho, um Uncle Stew, you over here holding out? Why you ain't tell nobody? Like, come on. I, I need mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Anywho, hopefully we get back over here before Sunday. If right. we don't, um, we hope you guys have a very, very, very happy holiday. If yes. You are, if you are going through some stuff, call somebody i would give y'all my number but i don't want y'all calling me because this is gonna stress me give out it to them. i'll give y'all her number don't worry i got you with two no 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 but if you are going through something um come to youtube and wow out in these chats um i'm noticing this is not me being an asshole or me being funny because i've also utilized youtube and other social sites um, when I was going through bouts of loneliness and boredom or not celebrating with anybody and spending time, like spending holidays by myself. I've had uh, moments like that and I've been on here and I actually have fun at times. So, um, you know, don't hurt yourself. Um, have you some fun if you can. Um, hug your family, love on your family, love on yourself. Do some self-care. Self-care always works. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Watch some Christmas you. movies. Get you some cocoa or your favorite drink of choice. It's about to be chilly. Snuggle up. Like, relax. Enjoy your time off. Hopefully, if you, you know, you get time off, like, pop some popcorn. Just enjoy, you know, have some self-care time and enjoy, decompress. And just, you know, have a relaxing holiday, if nothing else else order in order order some uber eats you know yeah. just just chill and enjoy yourself yeah if you can um absolutely so just do that and um be safe y'all be safe 
Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm into this on a summer moment. I should be in a Christmas cheer, but you know, I just want you guys to be happy and be good and yeah, be cool. So we will try see to you guys. Yeah, we'll try to hop back on um before Christmas. So um, y'all have a Merry Christmas and we will see you guys on the next one. Yeah, we out. We're out. Peace, y'all. <laughs>